Go Loud presents Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. You're very welcome to this Opinions Matter podcast brought to you by Greenheart CBD. From Greenheart to your heart, Ireland's multi-award winning CBD oil. And we would ask you to do us a favour and support our sponsors by visiting their website at greenheartcbd.ie. Now, on this episode, there's a man in a white van driving around the state, the, the estate, call the police. That's what we're calling this episode. Because on this edition of Opinions Matter, we're asking, have parents become too protective of their children and too paranoid that everyone is out to abduct their kids? And in a moment, we'll be hearing from a courier... Uh, who drives a white van. I know it's very stereotypical, but that's what he does. He drives a white van uh, for a living and has been approached twice by parents because he was, and I quote, driving suspiciously around the area while kids were out playing. Uh, The guardie were even called on one of those occasions. He thinks that parents have become obsessed with, with stranger danger, and that their paranoia is ruining their children, making them afraid of any man in a van. So I want you to have a listen to uh, this from Jake, the van driver, and that's how he described himself. Uh, He got in contact with us over the weekend, by the way, uh, through our email. Our email address is allopinionsmattershow at gmail.com, and you can contact us on that email address at any time, allopinionsmattershow at gmail.com, if there's anything that you'd like us to discuss. Now, here's what Jake the van driver wrote to us. Lads, if you talk about this one, please don't give out my full name. So we're calling him Jake the van driver. Uh, I run my own courier business, just me and my van. I deliver all over Leinster. I know you lads are always slagging mothers over white vans, but I drive a plain white van. And he goes on to say, um, I've had a good few run-ins with parents like this in the last year since I started this business. I'm often driving around estates looking for houses and on a few occasions, parents have come out screaming at me saying to get out of their estate. I was called a pervert, and another time the guards were called on me. Nut jobs, a lot of them. Do they really think that people driving around in vans are out looking for kids? Imagine how this makes us van drivers feel, that these parents think we're up to no good. You need to talk about this paranoia on your show because they have their kids' heads screwed up. I asked a kid on Saturday morning where number 43 was, and he ran off screaming says Jake, the van driver. So there you go. He runs his own little business. Um, and because he, I assume he's freelance currying, he's, um, he doesn't have a branded van. He just drives a plain white van. Now, I mean, talk about stereotypical. What do you make of Jake's story? I've been there myself, and we'll talk about that a bit later on in this uh, topic. I've been uh, accused in, in the wrong as well, simply for being in the wrong place at the wrong time. He is absolutely right. This level of parenting makes me sick. Facebook mothers, that's what they are. They're Facebook mothers, bored at home, nothing going on in their lives, uh, curtain twitchers, looking out, the, looking out the window, and they assume... And they think that everybody wants to abduct their little darling kids. Here's the thing. Abductions don't really happen in Ireland. And if they do, it's on a tiny scale. And if it is on a tiny scale, it's generally a family member or someone who is known. Mm. There is nobody, nobody 
driving around housing estates in Ireland at the moment uh, with a white van and uh, cages in the back that they're going to grab children and put and children throw them and into. throw them into cages. It's just not happening. And I don't know where this level of paranoia comes from, but he's absolutely right in what he says. Um, these parents are screwing with their kids' heads because you heard that what he, what he said there. He asked a kid for directions or something, did he? He said, I asked a kid on Saturday morning where number 43 was and he ran off screaming. So that, now, he didn't say, hello, little child, would you like to get into my van? He yeah. just said, where's number 43? Yeah. And the kid legged it. It's not like this van driver's going around with a box of Haribo sweets on his, on his seat, carry, handing out sweets. Well, what do you make of the very first comment that just came in from Anthony? And he says, isn't it better to be safe than sorry? I don't blame parents for being concerned. Concerned about what, Anthony? And hopefully we'll talk to you on this topic, because I want to find out what parents are concerned about. Children are not being abducted. And if they are being abducted, it's probably by uh, it's, it's a separated parent situation where the father uh, takes the kid after school and he didn't tell the, the ex-wife that he's supposed to take the that, That's what these cases are. There's nobody going around. I have to say this again and again and again. There is nobody going around housing estates in Ireland with a white van with the sole purpose of trying to pick up children and take them. It's not happening. And these paranoid Facebook mothers would just make you well, sick. It's not all mothers. I mean, ah, that comment was from Anthony. It, it is all mothers. There's no father that's going to... There's white vans driving through my estate. Jesus, every single one of my neighbours gets deliveries from Amazon and, and DHL and all those every single day. There's white vans pulling up uh, on my road every single day. Okay, so what we want to find out is is what sort of stranger danger you have taught your children. Do you teach your kids that when they see a man in a white van to run? Do uh, you teach your kids that never to talk to anybody who they don't know? So the child being asked, where's number 43? He was obviously told by Mammy, you never answer a question from a stranger, you just run. That's disgusting. Or Daddy. That's disgusting. That that man asked a kid, he approached a kid, I don't know what age the kid is, but he approached a kid and he said, what did he say? Um, where's number 43? Where's number 43, yeah. And the so, child ran off screaming. And the child ran off screaming. That child is absolutely screwed up. I have a young kid and I have never, ever told Luke that if someone pulls up in a van and asks him uh, what number of houses that he should run a mile. Now, if he asked him to get into the van, obviously then that's warning signs. But he was just asking him directions. What sort of sad world are we living well, in? Are, are we not in a world now that we just shouldn't hey. speak to children okay. who aren't our own children? Okay, let's, let's get this straight from the offset. And I want to be very clear to all the paranoid parents listening out there. Okay, first of all, nobody wants to abduct your children. Okay, that's the, the main thing. First of all. Secondly, children have never been safer than they are now. Children are safer than they have ever, ever, ever been. When I was a kid, we used to head off. We'd go bloody nowhere. We wouldn't have to come home till six o'clock in the evening. We'd say goodbye to the mothers at 12 o'clock in the day. See you, man. And be gone for the whole and day. Yeah. For the whole day. You didn't have a mobile phone. You didn't have Facebook. You didn't have social media. You didn't have any of that. Kids are so safe nowadays. And in fact, Robert makes a very valid point. He says, uh, since the white van for some reason is associated with abductions, uh, those people looking to actually abduct children are more likely not to use a white van. (laughs) Absolutely. If I was a child abductor, if I was going to start a business tomorrow in child abduction, yeah, Mm. what what would be the last thing you would do? Uh, by a, by drive a white, a white, by a white fan, fan. Yeah. All right, let's get straight into this with your opinions. Uh, send us a WhatsApp, please, to 085-825-2626. And straight off the bat, here's Kevin. Um, looking forward to this show. 
But you have to admit, these are Karen's 1.0, the originals. Okay, and they've just uh, mutated since since these came into existence. Women who have so little going on in life, and they are mostly 99% women, that this is the highlight of their life. Now, personally, they either need to get a hobby, get a job, or get a shag to take their minds off what's so pathetically sad to be worrying about. Okay? Children are more resilient and copped on than we realise. Now, look forward to the show. I'm sure there's going to be plenty of examples where I can just have a good laugh for once. Um... Have a good one, boys. All right, Kev, thanks very much indeed. So basically he's saying that uh, people like this are just absolute Karens, that uh, they're teaching their children to run when you see a white van. Um, Leggett, don't speak to anybody if they ask you where number 43 is. Do not respond to that individual. Absolute nonsense. And here's the thing as well. We have to give a balanced side of this as well. If you are worried about about little Johnny uh, being abducted in the housing state, Maybe don't leave him out playing on the green with no supervision while you're in watching television, drinking tea and eating biscuits uh, and he's out playing. Because I see that as well in housing estates where you have kids that are just, and I mean when the kids are on holidays from school, they're let out in the morning. Go over to the field, Johnny. I don't want to see you till dinner time. Um, Maybe keep an eye on him and that won't happen. Jay, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you? Good afternoon, lads. Well, Jay, um, is this helicopter parenting by a load of Karens to be teaching their kids to be afraid of all adults? Ah, come here, we must have the worst child abductors in the world because I've never heard of a child Mm. being abducted in a white van in this country. No, I haven't myself. I haven't myself. It seems to go in cycles. I mean, for a while there, a couple of years back, you'd always get when uh, somebody tried to jump over the wall and grab the child. But it never made any uh, headlines. It never made any news. And it it travelled through an estate. Like wildfire with Facebook or WhatsApp. Mm. You know that way? I drove the vans for years. We got it all the time. Got what? Away, so you t- know t- tell me oh, what you got. Yeah. Oh, God. Anytime you park and have your lunch, or you just stop t- taking a phone call. You'd, you'd, you'd always had them walking by and looking in. Uh, and the odd one you'd see either writing something down, which you know is your edge, or you'd see the camera, you know, the phone, mm. sort of coming up over the shoulder and a quick picture being taken of the van when you're, when you're parked up. Oh, that's, park dis- ne- that's disgusting. That is disgusting. Never park near the playground or a school well, in, in, fact, van, man. in fact, Jeremy, you, you had uh, a not dissimilar not story that happened to you at a, at a, outside of school. I've had two incidents, actually. I'm very yeah. unlucky with this. I was, um, God, this is going back about five years ago. I was um, driving home and I hadn't got lunch. So I pulled up uh, to a centre and bought a roll and then wanted to eat it there and then. So I pulled up outside a school, a local school, uh, to eat the roll. And I was pulled up outside and halfway into my roll, knock on the window. And it's a parent uh, standing there saying, sorry, can I ask you what you're doing parked outside the school? I said, well, I'm having a roll. Uh, I didn't want to eat the bread roll while I was driving. And um, she says, no, I don't buy that story. What are you doing outside the school? Would you like, say that to a woman, though? Would, they, would, it, would, would, would you knock on a woman's door if you're sitting parked at the school and say, what are you doing parked there? No, certainly not. No, because she'd ring the guys then on you, saying there's a, there's a strange man knocking on my window. But if I rang the guys and said, there's a woman banging on my window, asking me what am I doing, I'd be questioned by the guys, what are you doing parked outside the school? I mean, you have to teach them common sense and how, how to look after themselves and not put themselves in danger. But by doing that, all you're doing is putting fear that they're walking on eggshells. Literally walking on eggshells. God, yeah, looking over the shoulder every time a man crosses the road. I mean, with, look what's happening with, with the male-female thing now at the moment, like calls for men not to be let out on the street because there's some scumbags out there that do what they do to women. 
You know, not everybody wants to rob your child. Not every man's a, a monster or yeah. a pervert or a pedophile or a rapist. And, I mean, the and, ones and, that are there... The, the reality of it is you're, not, you're saying not everyone wants to rob your no. child. <laughs> Nobody wants to rob your child, really. No. In the, in the grand scheme kids. of things. Yeah. I tell you, a weekend with my kids and they give up kids, trust me. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Stay there for one second if you can, please. Uh, Neve, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Neve? Hi, Adrian. How are you? Well, is this over-the-top parenting or are parents right to be teaching their children that if a man in a white van approaches you, run? But I think this is the key thing, man. I don't think this is code for be afraid of everyone. It seems to me people ringing in and talking are all men. So is it code for be afraid of all men? Which is very sexist and very wrong because... I don't know where it was written down that if on the vague possibility your child is going to be let's stress that the vague possibility yeah the vague possibility a woman is just as capable of doing harm to a child as a man is Mm. so all the you know I remember years ago putting my text there I remember years and years ago my daughter was being a brat there's no other word for it she wanted something in Tesco I said no and I told her you do that again and we're gone we are gone from the shop. So, of course, being a kid, she did it again. So I took her by the hand, marched her into the shop. She didn't take it well, cried all the way. Not an eyelid was battered. I wonder if that had been her father. The police would have been called. That's a very is good that your question. Child? That's a very is good question. Is that even your yeah. child? What are you doing with that child? Is that your child? Can you prove that's your child? No, one person asked me to prove she was my daughter. I was doing what I thought was right at the time, teaching her a lesson. You scream, you kick off, you throw a tantrum because I won't buy an expensive toy. You're going to leave the shop. But I wonder if that had been her dad. What they would that's, have said that's an extremely good question. That why, why is it automatically assumed that men are the ones doing these things? Exactly. I mean, 99.9% of men and women are good, decent people. Mm. 99.9% of men who are driving around in white vans just don't know the blooming maze of an estate and just want to know what yeah. blooming number 43 yeah, is. Yeah, and that's all he wants he to know. Saying, and to people he saying, saying, and sorry, to people saying use Google Maps, uh, the people who are delivering our estate, our numbers are all over the place. Some of the housing our estate don't even have numbers. And we often, yeah. we often get stopped saying, uh, sorry, can you tell me where number 52 is because I can't find it on the, on the thing. Exactly. There's absolutely not nothing wrong with that. Out, not everyone puts their air code onto something. No. Which they should do because it would stop all this crap. But what the man didn't do was say, here little boy, if you tell me where number 42 Three is I'll give you some sweeties to get into my blooming van. He asked for a house number. That's all he did. You know, and, well, let, let me read a message that just came in uh, a moment ago from Daniel, and he says, it's definitely not OTT to teach your children about stranger danger. It's common sense to make your children aware and that it's not okay to talk to people they don't know. Of course that's common sense, but to teach your child that every single person is out to do them harm scares them. Okay, so that then... Child, uh, all right, well then that uh, child ran away screaming. Okay, I'll... I'll, I'll continue with that message because if I take that to the nth degree then uh, this child was right to run when he was asked where number 43 was that's what he says, it's common sense to make your children aware uh, that it's not okay to talk to people they don't know, so if you drill that into your child's head long enough, your child will suddenly go, oh my god he's asking where number 43 is, I better run, screaming it's a sad okay but how, how do you get that balance? Well, we're, we're teaching Luke, our son, who's seven, uh, Stranger Danger at the moment. We have been. And we're telling him, you know, never get into a car. Um, if you ever get lost and you can't find your parents, find a, a guard or go into a shop and speak to some. But we certainly haven't told him that any adult who says anything to you is trying to abduct you. And please, you don't want to make your children terrified of everything. 
But do you know what the contradiction is in this argument is that a lot of kids, and I see it myself because I walk my son to school and I pick him up. And a lot of kids come out of his school with school bags with their names plastered all over them. So all it means is if you have a very young child who walks out of school, some if somebody has bad intentions, they walk up and any child, if you call a child by its name, they immediately, I say, oh, hi, little Johnny. Uh, your mommy told me to collect you. Oh, he knows my name. He must be okay. Mm. You know what the gas thing, I'm just thinking about I never this thought thing. of that, actually. You know, you know what the gas thing about this whole situation is, the, the irony of this situation is all these paranoid Facebook mothers, yeah, who think that everybody's out to get their kids, yeah, these are the exact same parents who let their kids have social media accounts to talk to strangers. And I'm sorry, if you give your child, and this is a conversation we had last week, if you give your child a um, social media account and you are not checking on it regularly, you may as well be putting them in the room with, with 40 pedophiles. Mm. Yeah, you no, I well. agree. Yep. It's the right. exact same thing. Let's bring in some more of your calls. If you want to get involved in this conversation, the number is 085-825-2626. Like uh, Darren just did. Afternoon, lads. I think most of this is just old ones and women and young ones just wanting something to put on Facebook to get a bit of traction going. A few likes. That's all that is. Yeah, well, there was a time that we used to publicise uh, stuff like this, but we don't anymore. Let me go to uh, Jacqueline. You're on Opinions Matter. How are you? Yeah, thanks. Um, I think um, it's passed on from generations and generations. Uh, be careful. And when children are approached, they don't think they just run. You know? Yeah, so do you think it is okay? And this is what uh, this conversation really comes down to. Is it okay for a an adult to ask a child any question? Because we got a message in a couple of minutes ago. So why are you even asking that no, question? No, 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 because read question. that message that came in a few That's minutes a ago. ridiculous question. And the message a couple of minutes ago said... It is never acceptable for an adult to speak to a child that's not oh theirs. Oh, my God. Now, is that where we are, Jacqueline, that we can't ever have a conversation of any kind with a child? I mean, I've seen um, a small demonstration. It wasn't here. It was in the States. I was over in the States, and it was on a show over there that a chap went to the playground and approached the parents force. They said, do you think your children would, um, do you think your child would actually come away with me if I... Approached him and he said, No, we told him not to ever go with strangers. And he said, Do you mind if I approached him to see what they do? And long story short, he went over to them and he said, Would you like to see? He had a puppy and he said, Do you want to rub the puppy? And the kids got off their swings and ran, mm-hmm. went to him and sat rubbing the dog and so on. And he said, Would you like to see more? And so he took their hands and started walking off. And their parents were mortified that he actually went with the chap. Like, okay, you know, so, he was so just the doing po- a demonstration. Yeah, so the point but being said, that uh, yeah. if you're bad-minded, you can get around children. Um, yeah, and that's one example. Okay, there's easy, there's, there's easy ways to do it. There is people out there that will try their luck with children, especially if they think they have um, some sort of special I have to say, I saw that video, Jacqueline, and it was terrifying. If I lived in the States, mm. I, I would take a completely different approach to to parenting if I lived in the States. Now, he didn't only do one trial. Don't no, no, I saw that. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. America is a lot more dangerous uh, place than, than Ireland, especially when it, comes oh, to, I know uh, that. when it comes to child abductions. It is, Adrian. And you can literally, you can abduct a child in, in Texas and you can be in the middle of nowhere within a, a half an hour. Ireland isn't like that. And I don't think no. we've never had a history of child abduction. They, they don't particularly in the States either, can I just say, per head of population. There's 330 million people live there. 
There's only five million live here. But the point, I, I, I'm aware of the sort of thing you're talking about, that yeah. uh, somebody was able to prove that with the right... With the, the child right, would go to a, with a stranger. Like, yes, you know with, I mean? with the right psychology to get around the child, you can convince the child. Mm. Okay, so, yeah. therefore, the question stands, If is it ever appropriate, because somebody messaged in to say it is never appropriate for an adult to uh, approach a child and ask them anything, like the guy the other day asking a kid on the road where number 43 was and the child liked it. So should he not have asked that question of that child? Oh, she's gone. Okay. Um, let me go to Lisa. You're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Lisa? Well, I'm a little bit disappointed in you now today, to be honest with you. Why so? I think you're being a little bit irresponsible. How? Because, like, you're asking people, you know, is teaching stranger danger, like, bad? Obviously, you need to teach your kids stranger danger. And I think you guys are actually encouraging people to be, like, nearly careless when it comes to grown men approaching kids because that's never okay whether they're asking for directions or not it's weird and if someone did it to my kids I would be I'd clobber them I'd be like why are you asking my kid use fucking Google Maps or something Okay, you know so I mean? this man Look is in a housing numbers. estate Don't be a weirdo going up to my kid Okay, this man was in his van doing a delivery on Saturday morning and he couldn't find the house. And he asks a kid, he rolls down the window and says, can you tell me where number 23 is? Now, I don't know well, what I, age... I'd have called call the guards. You'd have called the guards? I'd have, and I've done it many a time before, not in this, only in this situation, but in different situations. Like, I'll give you one there during the summer, I was at the playground with my two kids. And there was this guy sitting on the bench, and there were like four other benches, and he chose to sit in this bench with a newspaper looking in towards the kids. And I thought, you know what, that is so weird. And every so often, like, he'd look up and he'd kind of smile at the kids and stuff. And I was like, that's a weirdo. So I actually called the guards and told him to know that there was a man acting really strange and making me very uneasy. And I don't regret it because... No, as a matter of interest, was this man with a child? No, he wasn't with a child. How do you know that? Because uh, I was watching him. I was watching him reading his paper and every so often he looked in the playground and then my kid was going oh, by so and so he hang on, hang on, at my on. kid and I was like, why are you waving at my kid for, you freak? Hang on for one second. He wasn't in the playground. He was just no, sitting on a park bench. The fe- yeah, he was sitting on a park bench that faces towards that's a couple of metres from the like. Okay, now, uh, can, the I, can I ask you, what are park benches for? They're for sitting on, but yes, I just correct. thought, yeah, but there's like three or four, and I looked around and I counted the other bench. I can't remember at the time, I think it was three or four, but there was definitely a couple uh, available and free. And I'm like, why did you go and sit in the one that looks at the kids, you weirdo? Like, why would you do that? But, but, but again, I want to just stress, this was a park bench in a public park that happened to yeah. be close to a playground. Looking in a playground. And this man was sitting there minding his own business. Sitting there and he had a coffee and a newspaper. And he was, uh, and then when my kid was at the rail and screaming, he waved at my kid and I was like, don't, and I was like, don't wave at my kid, you freak. And like my little, my little boy waved back and I was like, never, ever wave. Don't make contact with strangers. Like, what, okay, the, what so the hell uh, was he trying to do waving at my kid? Okay, so again, I'm going to go back to the question. This guy on Saturday, well, firstly, he's had the guards called on him twice. Uh, um, he's been called a pervert, all because he's going around in his van doing his job. Yeah, but why is he stopping and asking kids for directions? Like, that's so strange. What's strange about it? He doesn't know the area. He doesn't know well, he the doesn't estate. He doesn't know that the kid knows the area. Like, he, why don't he, he clearly he... does when he lives there. 
No, I would ne- like you never, ever, ever approach a child ever. If you're looking for directions or anything, you never do. It's just so weird. And I would, I, I reported many a van. I reported many a man for acting strangely. And you know what? Like, even if I get it wrong, I don't care because the safety of your kids has to be the par- priority and it's paramount because my responsibility is to look after my kids. So I don't care that the guards came down to that man. Okay, let me and- ask you another question then. And this is something one of our listeners wants me to ask you. Would um, you feel the same way if that was a woman? No, definitely not. Why not? Uh, because women don't tend to be dirty paedophiles. So this uh, guy in the van on Saturday asking the kid where number 43 was, if it had been a, a woman asking that question, would that have been okay? Well, I still think it would be a bit weird, but no, I wouldn't, like, if I were the parent, I would just be like, what are you asking for a kid for? Like, But I wouldn't think that she was trying to, like, size him up or anything or, like, have any weirdness. Now, not that I think a man would, but I wouldn't take a chance with a man, if you get me. Okay, so... Um, uh, Neil just messaged us a moment ago and Neil is saying uh, the question we have to ask is who would ask a kid for directions and that is your point as well you should never yeah, approach like, a child why would you approach a child because like, the child just, just happened to be there and he rolled down his window and he said where's uh, where's number 43 well I tell you one thing now right I was um, during the summer as well our neighbours had the lads doing the gutters and when they had the lads doing them uh, my they started talking to my kids and I was like why are you talking to my kids so I went into the neighbour um, because there was no name on the van so I was like what's the name of that company do you know what I mean and then I rang um, the boss just to make sure that like I was like you're two lads like they were you know was talking about so we're holidays and and I just thought it's really weird like growing up my kids and I rang I rang the company the, the boss and I was like what's the story with that like do they usually talk to kids and I thought they're probably just being friendly I was like yeah but it's a bit weird like okay so not- so if you're a grown adult you should never at any point ever 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 uh, ask any child any question no. about anything if that child's not yours no I unless feel- the child's about to drown or die or something uh, I- and you're saving their life I, I but feel, you know, I, you never approach a child. And like, Jeremy, I actually find your attitude very worrying. You said that you were telling your son, like, you're not teaching your son to be paranoid. There's nothing wrong with a little bit of paranoia if that means that they're safe. You don't know what, what goes through some you, who, men's heads. Sorry, who do you think is trying to abduct your children, uh, Lisa? Who? It doesn't matter. No, no, but who do you? Matter. Who do it's you? not about who's trying to abduct my children. Maybe nobody's well, trying well, to abduct my children. Well, let me ask you, children. Jeremy, you mentioned earlier on that you are currently in the process of teaching stranger danger to your young fellow. Yeah, yep. yeah. So what is that? What are, what are you teaching them? Don't go into a car with, with a stranger, male or female, by the way, unlike Lisa... I don't um, discriminate, discriminate against yep. the genders because... By uh, statistics, Jeremy, Google most stories. Okay, but anyway, sorry, do, you, do, you remember, do you remember what Rose West did, uh, Lisa? I don't even know who that is and I don't care. Okay, hang on. Uh, well, so Rose, go on, Jeremy. Well, on. Rose West used to abduct teenagers and bring them back to the house so her and her husband, Fred West, could murder them. So you maybe look up that story. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. So, well, okay, so you're telling them... to abduct children. You're telling them not to get into uh, anyone's car. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, that's logical. By the way, there's no set of rules. There's no exact set of rules on what you should... Uh, okay, but I want to know do. what else you're teaching in terms of this stranger danger. That if he ever gets lost from his parents to go up to a security guard in a shop or find, or Very find good, a guard yep, or, so, okay. or, or something like that. That if, that if some Somebody, if anybody asks him his name and address, don't tell them. If somebody says, will you go off with me? Don't go anywhere with them. Okay, but so certainly. if somebody pulls in and says, 
So you're Luke who's outside the uh, the drive of the house. He's playing away, kicking a football. Yep. And a white van pulls up and the uh, driver of the white van rolls down the uh, number. Sorry, little boy, can you tell me where number 43 is? I'm sure you'll point... Yeah, you can point out to where number 43 is. He's not going to run and scream. No, he's not because I'm not bringing him up to be a, a paranoid freak, uh, which a lot of these parents are bringing their kids up to be. To be completely looking over... That's a that's a horrible way for a child Okay, to, but at least... Uh, I mean, sorry, when we were growing up, we, we didn't behave like that and there was paedophiles nearly on it. Well, I would rather my child be afraid and looking over his shoulder and ending up in some weirdo's basement. Well, the chances are if your child is, God forbid, going to be abducted, it'll be by a family member or an ex. Uh, well, Lisa, no, that's so. not necessarily true. Just because it's rare doesn't mean it's impossible, Jeremy. No, Anything nothing is happen. impossible. Nothing is impossible. I agree with and you that on that my point. point. Okay, exactly. all right, but stay there, stay there for one second. Let me bring in uh, Johnny. You're on Opinions Matter. Johnny, how are you? How's it going, lads? Well, Johnny, is, is there... Uh, can you go too far in terms of teaching your children about stranger danger where this guy says to a kid the other day, where's number 43? And the child ran screaming. Is that ridiculous? Or does that parent teach that child well? Well, it depends on the way you look at it. You know, it's, it's, I, I, I can give an example of something that happened uh, to me just recently. Well, not recently, a couple of years ago now. I was driving down the road, my, my own road, my, on, my ro- on my, where my house is. Uh, I'm driving down the road, and in the middle of the road, there's a kid, two years of age, in nappy and socks, and it's winter time. Now, I didn't know the child, so I was like, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. And a couple of, a couple of new neighbours had moved in and stuff, so I was like, jeez, I don't know what's going on here. So I had to stop in the middle of the road, put my hazards on, and get out my phone. And I had to, I rang my wife to come out, because I didn't want to approach, imagine how that would look, me approaching a child I didn't know. Okay, so, me, so again, just, just to set the scene here, it's it's a two-year-old child in the middle of winter, yeah. freezing cold, uh, walking around the estate in just a nappy and a t-shirt or something, was it? Yeah, literally in the middle of the road, I could have not know. Okay, and rather so, than, this is this is where it gets very scary. Now, by the way, the, by the way, Lisa there, Lisa there would have called the police on you just no, for but, even so being on. near the child. No, but, but she no, would have. No, he didn't actually do anything. That's, no, but that's the what thing. I'm saying. Even, even being in the same postal code as so, the child. Hang on. So rather than getting out of your car and picking up the child and taking it out of harm's way, you were afraid of your life. You rang uh, your wife to ask your wife what you should do. No, I actually I drove into the middle of the road so no cars could pass, and the other way is a, is a cul-de-sac, so it's pretty safe. So no one could pass, and the child wasn't in any danger. Mm-hmm. So I just I rang the way I rang the wife and asked to come out and just come yeah. out and, and see who owns him and, and just watch while I go over and pick him up because if someone had to come out, we could say, "Look, I don't know. I'm just picking up. He's in the middle of the road. I don't know who owns him." Yeah, it's not worth, it's not worth the risk. It's not worth the risk, is it really? Yeah. And she said, well, so, and, and, well, let me just go back to Lisa for a second, Johnny. So a two-year-old child was wandering on the road um, yeah. in the middle of winter in just a bloody nappy, and you were and afraid of your life uh, because your your gut instinct has to be, geez, I better jump out of the car and uh, go and uh, oh, yeah, take that child yeah. off the road. But instead, you were afraid of your life that you would be caught with that child in your arms and uh, somebody saying, uh, what are you up to? That's yeah, if I had been a neighbour's child that I knew, if I had been a neighbour's child that I knew, I'd have no problem. But you it. didn't happen to know this child. I, I didn't know who it was. Now, I mean, uh, it is slightly different. It'd be slightly different. And at least I don't know how you feel about this. Supposing it was a forest or something like that, yeah. Um, yeah. like if, if you saw a child walking on in the forest as a grown man, yeah. you, you you wouldn't go near the child because that's more. Well, di- if there was a child and a man walking on the forest, I think that's a bit weird. 
Okay, but hang on. You you just heard what Johnny did or didn't do, actually. Uh, well, he well, he behaved in the right way. I think. I think by he leaving was really, the child in danger. Jesus. I think he handled it really well because I I think if I came out and that were my child, you know, let's say you take your eyes off him for two seconds and they can, you know, these things happen. But if I came out and found some weirdo holding my kid, I would be I would be weirded out. I think. Okay, rather right rather than asking yourself, how did the child get out here in the first place? Well, I the first my first thought would be like, why is there a man handling my child? That would to be my save, first thought. Uh, to save your child from danger. Oh, that's what he tells me. So that I have. Yeah, I don't know that that's And you don't you don't doing. think it's dangerous for a child of two in a nappy to be walking around on oh, a road? I do. That would be my second question. How would you get out? But I would... But my first question... Your initial question would be, what the hell are you doing with my child? If I walked outside than, with some weirdo standing like an awkward penguin holding my child, then obviously that would be my first question. That is like an awkward penguin. Sorry, Johnny. Like an awkward penguin holding my child. Johnny, let me throw that back to you. So, Sorry, uh, well, hang on. Let me just ask you a question. Sorry, Adrian. Couldn't call. Let me ask you a question there, Lisa. If you were in a park and um, you're, or say you were in a forest, okay, you're up walking in a forest this weekend, yeah? Yeah. And your child, I don't even know your children's appointment. What age is your youngest child? My youngest child is two. Okay. Uh, and the little two-year-old happens to go missing in the forest, okay? Right. Would you enlist the help of a man to help find your two-year-old? Uh, no, probably not, no. I'd rather... I, I, a man who is with a woman, yeah, I, I feel more, more comfortable... Jesus Christ, um, am I... Okay, but if it, was but a man, yeah. if it was a man that was on his own, you wouldn't ask. No, I Even though you might have been panicking because you turned around, you're in the middle of the forest, you turn around, you can't see the child. Yep. Now, it could be behind a tree or something, and a man is walking along, and he offers to help you, you'd say, no, go away. I w- yeah, I absolutely would not ask a man. I, no, Johnny, I don't, no, it's not... But Johnny, why you, hang on, hang on. Why, wanna, is she, why is she dragging? I have to ask you about it. Why are you dragging gender into this? Why am I dragging uh, gender? Yes. Because, because men are more likely to be the culprits. That's why I'm dragging uh, gender into this. Johnny, what do you She's make of that? Uh, as, a, as a man, what do you make of that? Yeah, well, I just I just was just trying to look after myself as well because I I wouldn't like someone accuse me of doing something that I had nothing like I had no intentions of. I was just trying to help the child. Like I was like, Jesus, that was my kid out there. I want someone to to get him out of the way and find out who owns him. Do you know that kind of way? And we did. We found out who owns. We went over to the to the to the girl. And we knocked the door, and she says, like you had to knock the door. There was no even doors open. That's so a, we didn't, yeah, know, how so didn't know how the child was after getting out. No. That is awful. And, and, uh, yeah, and I knocked the door and she says, ah, oh. she's like, how, how did he get out? And I was like, I don't know, how did he get out? And she went, oh, it was grimy floors, I left the door open and I thought he was in, I thought mm. he was in his room. Can I, can I, <laughs> it, it can happen, but you know what I mean? I was going, I'm going like, it could have easily got a bang of a car. You know, you need to come look at this, kids. Right, okay, that, that, that is unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah, stay, with, that, that, stay with us for a second. Thanks very much. 085-825-2626 is our WhatsApp number. We'd love to get you involved in this conversation. Uh, like Neil. How are we, lads? Yeah, listen, when it comes to your kids, there's no such thing as being overprotective. You know, the, the reason the white van has the stereotype is because that's why it has a stereotype. That fellow, well, rolled his window down, asked the kid, why didn't he knock into a house and say, where's number 40, or wait for an adult to come around? It's just beyond stupid, and that's why kids are frightened. It's very, very simple. Right now, as we speak, there are 18 children missing in this country. 18. Not a big number, but there's 18 sets of parents who don't know where their kid is. Their kid has been taken. 
So, you know, even if that number was one, it would mean that every parent needs to be protective of their kid and teach them, listen, if you don't recognize them, that's it. Walk away, run away, whatever it is. That's it. And people talking about Karens and all this sort of nonsense. That's just bollocks. Take care of the kids. Because it just takes one. You know, all these people talking about how it's no hassle. What happens if their kid goes? That'll be the one on the list we talk about next week. And everyone's going to say, well, it was just one. It's grand. There's millions of kids. It was only your one that was taken. Stay safe. All right. Thanks very much indeed, Neil. Just on the, on the point it? that he was making, he said, I don't know where he got those stats from, but there were 18 children missing in uh, Ireland. I don't know where he got that from or how accurate it is. No, I, I did but, come across that story. Okay, but the reality of it is... Yeah. That the vast majority of, uh, if not all, of those children uh, are missing in a um, a custody battle or it is one parent having taken them uh, or taken the child without the other parent's consent. In uh, 99% of cases, that's what those missing children are. It's not like the case of Philip Kearns, which just vanished off the face of God's earth. This will show you how rare this is in Ireland, that the Philip Kearns um, missing child story is still at the top of a lot of people's minds. And it happened 35 years ago. Because it was so rare at the time. A poor little uh, young fella going home from school just completely disappeared off, off the face of the earth. That does not happen every week. All right, there's a lot of calls coming in on this. Uh, let me go to Christine. You're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Christine? How are you, Adrian? I'm good, thanks. Um, what did you want to say? Uh, I was just going to say, Adrian, there, uh, making the point there about, you know, Fred and Rose West? Correct, yes. Would Lisa uh, not understand, like, in this day and age, that there are couples that go around, that she was saying that she'd rather a couple going up for her children? Yes, yeah, so, so it's, yeah, the, the, your point being that it's not always just yes, men who exactly, do this sort Adrian. of thing. And in fact, um, Lisa, you might read up, I'm, I'm amazed you haven't heard of that case, the Fred and Rosemary West case. Mm-hmm. Um, That's be- irrelevant. No, let, me, let me just be very clear no. on what I think. If you no, play no. safe, and you take no risks, you know, and you're really, really safe and, you know, you just, you don't take any chances, you're playing it safe, you're playing it cool, then you deserve a big pass on the back. Okay, and that's fine. But uh, but the point that it was made earlier on is, do we want to make children afraid of their own shadow? And what I mean by that is a man asks a child, where is number 43? And the child ran off screaming. Is that yes, what we want to do I to our children? I don't care about making my kids afraid. Playing it safe and not taking risks. A big pass Okay, but, uh, uh, let me just go back to you, um, uh, Christine. She's basically yeah, yeah, saying yeah. That, you, that you can't, your children can't ever be too afraid, basically. That's what I'm hearing from her. Mm. Uh, yeah, I can understand that part, Adrian, but not all men are pedophiles. Of course not. Most Christine, men... I have to ask you, know? honestly, right? If you were, your kids were playing in a playground and you came out and there was some guy standing there like an awkward penguin in the corner, like just looking around like a retard, like looking at everything, would you not be weirded yeah. out as well? Oh, of course I would be. Uh, it's Lisa, so my weird that, you know, these men, they stand in the corners there. looking around and they're freaks. Do you know what I mean? Of course they no, should be reported. Men freak, so, uh, Lisa. No, but these awkward penguins who go and stand around playgrounds and stuff and just stand in the corner looking around, it's weird. It's pure yeah, weird. Yeah, like. that would be weird, actually. What's wrong with them? Are they socially retarded? Like, I just don't get it. Of course they should be reported. And let me ask you, um, Christine, 
that story that uh, Lisa told us a while ago about yeah. uh, she's at a playground and on a park bench in a public park is a man sitting there minding his own business, reading his newspaper. Yeah. And um, she went and called the guards. Oh, no, that was a bit ridiculous, Adrian. Does that mean that no man reading a newspaper can move into a bloody park and sit down? Well, I, why, I, 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 I wonder. Why was he looking at my That'd kids? That'd be like Jeremy having two children, a well-respected person, sitting down in a playground reading a newspaper and yeah, you're going to report him because he hasn't got children with him. Yeah, this freak didn't have kids. Yeah, but uh, why do you call him a freak because he hasn't got children? Because what kind of man sits there looking at a playground? Did he do your children any harm? Uh, well, he waved at one of them. He waved at one of your children. Yeah, which is why you're making contact with my kids, you weirdo. That's all he did. He waved at your child. Yeah, and I said to my child, I was like, do not wave back at him. Don't even look at him. Don't even look at him. And I told okay, him to go, we leave the other side of right, the playground. Stay, uh, uh, is is ridiculous that ridiculous Adrian. paranoia, um, uh, Christine? So. Definitely, definitely, Adrian. All right, stay with me for a second. Let's bring in uh, more of your uh, opinions on this. Tom has uh, been in touch. Oh, sorry, Robbie is angry with Lisa. That woman is doing my fucking head in. Oh. Get her off the fucking air. She hasn't got a clue. He is angry. Well, I'm sorry, Robbie, but men tend to be the more of the pedos, so I'm not going to take any chance when there's men looking at my kids in playgrounds like awkward, awkward penguins no, sitting there in the corner. She's obsessed with this. Okay, hang on. Brendan. Lisa has a warped perception of of men completely. Like, rather leave a child in danger. Uh, something similar happened to me, and like that, I'm actually afraid to, to help a child because you've all... All these people like Lisa going around with their warped idea of what men will do. Just there to help. All right. Thanks very much indeed for your message. We'll squeeze in a few more. There's huge reaction to this. Uh, who have we got online to there? Uh, do, do, do. Who have we got there? Donna. Donna, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Donna? Hi, how are you? I'm good. Um, Thanks, Donna. What did you want to say on this? Um, Adrian, I just wanted to say that um, the weekend I was camping and I was with a friend of mine and we brought my son, my son is five years of age, we brought him to a playground and my friend kind of walked away a bit because there's two, like there's a, an, an adult, not an adult, like it's, um, it's like an older um, playground and then one for um, younger children. So we, okay. we kind of... We kind of went on a little bit distant, and he was sitting in the playground on his own, kind of waiting for us, but he left because he felt so awkward. Like I said, I've found myself in that situation. I had a, an experience last winter when I was out for a walk with, and this is during the lockdown in January or February, yeah? Yeah. I was out yeah. walking with uh, with my dogs, and I'm walking around uh, a park in Swords with the dogs, yeah. walking down along the river, and then you go around this way, and there's a children's park there along, uh, along yeah. there. Loads of kids in playing in the park with mammies and daddies. Lovely. And one child come over to talk to the dogs and I had to say sorry my son does that a lot yes. he goes yeah. over to dogs he, he's a dog lover and you know what in the camper van where we, we were staying everybody had dogs so he was talking to everybody yeah, so my, uh, my, said, my, yeah but like well, that's a beautiful thing that's, yeah, my, that's, the, way, yeah, that's my, the way people should be I know but my point is that uh, I immediately was on the defensive I uh, felt very awkward I didn't know what to say you to the paranoid. child I was paranoid I was absolutely paranoid 
paranoid because I'd meet a parent like uh, Lisa there. And by the way, Lisa, this is not an isolated thing. There are many. All you have to do is look at Facebook um, uh, at the amount or these mammy pages on Facebook. You know, these pages for mothers who are bored with life, who have nothing going on and answer them better to actually raise their children than spending hours after hours after hours on Facebook. Literally paranoid to the hilts that everybody is trying to abduct their children. It's a sad existence, isn't it, to be like that? Can I just say, Jeremy, can I just say, yeah. um, I was out in Kilkenny, out in, I can't, um, I, I can't pronounce the, the, the name or the place, the caravan pack where we were saying, yeah. but um, my son kept on disappearing, he kept on going missing and things like that, he's, he's a wanderer, and it was, I was just so blessed that the people that are around, men and women, you know, mm. were constantly saying he's here and they were looking after him. It was a lovely community and I was very lucky, you know, I was very fortunate and I never looked at them as if there was a problem. I, I was just so happy that people, you know, that you don't know are looking after your child. Okay, you but know? do you think, and I, I, I don't know if paranoia is even the right word to use, but I'll use it for now. That cautious, may, maybe. Okay, cautious. That over-cautiousness that we heard from uh, Lisa is... I hate her. She doesn't have it. It's not pedophile she has a problem with. It's just men in general. Yeah, well, that's what it seems to me as well. In fact, somebody, yeah. <laughs> uh, Brian, Brian just messaged in to say, I'm totally offended by the way Lisa is going tarring all men with the same brush and calling them all penguins. Yeah, now, like, Having said that, Donna, I think if you delve into this a bit deeper, and people, will, m- women especially, will never admit this, but I would imagine that the vast majority of mothers, yeah, would not, yeah. Want, would not want their kids being minded by a male crash worker. Yeah, that's a fact. I don't agree with that. No, there's, no, a, there's a male teacher in my child's school and he's lovely with the kids. And yeah, I, there's a difference I, between I, a, I a teacher and a crash worker. Like they're five years of age, like you have kids from mm. school at four, you know, with all right, stay, stay there for one second. Stay there for a second. I'll try and squeeze in another couple of calls. Matthew. So she knows that there's a creepy man holding her child, but not going to ask him what what he did. What did he say? He saved the child. So he's going to say, "Oh, why you hold my child? You fucking just saved your child." All right, Matthew and David. Hey, Adrian. Just um, on this, I was in this situation. Um, I would have been about three years ago, just before COVID hit. Um, myself, the wife, and the two kids. We went to Fort Ventura on holiday. And uh, if you beat the Fort Ventura, you, you know all the beaches around Carleco have the uh, kind of rock pools and stuff. Now they're very, very sharp to walk on. Um, I was out looking for fish with the with my two kids there a while ago, and one of these, uh, a little kid, I'd say he was about three or four. He got stuck on the rocks because he'd no uh, he'd no shoes on and he was standing there crying and I'm the only one that was kind of around me and the young lads so I went over to him and I said look you know are you okay and he's like I can't I can't get off the rocks so I took him by the hand and I was walking him in now bear in mind I had my two kids with me I was trying to like kind of hold his arm up so he wouldn't be putting pressure on his feet walking on the rocks so we all have flip flops on and his ma came running over and giving out murder to me because I like I touched I, I was holding her kid hand. I said, look, I'm after getting him. He said, he's been out on the rocks. I said, do you want to look after him? He's, he's no shoes on. He's no flip-flops or nothing on. He's stuck on the 
the rocks while you're out here sunbathing. I said, you should be watching your child instead of giving out to me for bringing them back in. But yeah, she actually started roaring abuse at me on the beach and all as if I was, there was something wrong with me, even though I had my kids with me. It's like, you're, I'm, you're actually afraid to do anything with, with even look at kids anymore. It's kind of, it's ridiculous now. And that's the, that's the point, David, and I, I, I take that point, and you heard from a guy earlier on saying that the child with the nappy came out in the middle of the road, yeah. and he where your gut reaction would be as an adult to run over and pick the child up of out course. of harm's way, that's the way we've gone. And this man, uh, David, tries to help a child in Fortaventura, and again, he gets lambasted for trying to help. I don't get that. But I have to say, there's a lot, there's a lot of hypocrisy going on here because you may say it because it's politically correct to say. You, all of you listening to this podcast right now, you may say, oh, I wouldn't have a problem with... Um, my son being minded by a, by a male crash worker. But the thing is, if you brought your child into a crash uh, tomorrow, new crash, new crash just opens in Blanchestown tomorrow, yeah? Uh, brand new crash just opens. It's called Kennedy's Crash, yeah? We look after kids, Kennedy's Crash. And if you arrived at Kennedy's Crash on Monday morning to enro- enroll your child and you walked in and discovered that every single crash worker was male, I am telling you now, you would have a problem with that. And that is yeah, that is it the, is, it is that a is fact, the yeah. sad, sad, sad reality. Damien. Firstly, can Lisa stop using the R word? It's a little bit discriminatory or whatever the word is. Secondly, who hoard whores a child? Absolute joke. Like every man is a is a demon to her. Like actually remember her being on the radio a few weeks ago or on on your show a few weeks ago and she was just giving out about men constantly so i think lisa is the one with the problem all right well you just heard uh, damien how that guy in fertventura got lambasted out of it for helping a child and stopping a child getting its feet cut we'd squeeze in one more this is tom How's it going, lads? Tom here. Uh, oh, lads, where did you just get that? Lisa one. She is absolutely, totally OTT. Yeah, all for teaching your, your kids to be careful of strangers and stuff like that. But that's, is that not terrifying somebody, your, your, your child? Like, that they can't even, you know, say hello to somebody. Like what Adrian just said there, with having a dog and stuff like that. It's She's just off the wall, seriously. But... Adrian, to give you an example, we I work in security. We have a, a load of Halloween kind of festivals and stuff coming up, and I hate working them because they're all the kids there. We do security at all the kids, so you have to get them into lines for the bouncy castle, the games and stuff like that. And you're stopping them jumping queues and stuff like that, and then you have the mothers and fathers coming over screaming and shouting at you because you've told little Johnny to go back into the queue that it's not his turn. You know, it, it is scary. It's 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 scary. But like, I go out to the, the local park, uh, you know, sit down and read me paper on a Saturday or a Sunday, have a coffee. I said, so, Jesus, am we not allowed to do that anymore? Are we not allowed to do that anymore, Adrian? Just because we're male, like, she's off the wall. Thanks, lads, and it's a great topic, you know. But um, stereotyping, I think, is wrong, and especially it's not all about male and female. You know, it has to be generalised. It don't just say it's a male or a female. Like it's shocking. Mm. Thanks, lads. All right, thank you very much indeed, Tom. I have to say, one job that I would always have liked to do is working in childcare because I love kids. Mm. Um, I can relate to them. I'm a big kid myself, and it's a job I've always wanted. 
But I would never, ever consider doing it because of the stigma that's Absolutely, attached to it, yeah. isn't it? Anyway, a fascinating uh, conversation. Hope you've enjoyed it. If you uh, enjoy this podcast, please hit subscribe or follow and you will be notified every time we upload a brand new podcast. Thank you very much indeed for listening to Opinions Matter. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.